0: This is Grunt Grown Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling. Coming to you from the Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome, I am your host, Benjamin Burroughs. I am one voice that stands alone. I am one choice to man the throne. Stand guard and take shots. Give it all I got. All I got is this microphone. And this is Grunt to Grunt, sales lessons learned from professional wrestling. I'm your host, Benjamin Burrows, and we are coming to you from the Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome. We are back home after a week-long trip to Orlando, Florida. A good trip to Orlando, Florida, but it is good to be back at the Delaware Wrestling Thunderdome, hanging out with my good friends, Sonny Thunder and the Sons of Thunder, And, of course, my producer, Dave the Ray. It is a great and glorious day to be out selling your products and your services because you are the great American thunder on which this nation rolls because nothing happens until something is sold, until you sell something. And to my friends in North Carolina and South Carolina, our prayers are with you. If you need anything at all, please let me know. We'll put the Grunt to Grown Nation to work and get down there and help you as quickly as we can. Now, I've been in touch with the Squeaky King down in North Carolina. He and the family are doing very well. And uh, so far, they've avoided a lot of the flooding that has happened uh, down in North Carolina. But keep the Squeaky King and his family in your prayers. I also was talking to Big Sally, and he is okay as well. I talked to the Tar Heel Neil, and he's doing fine. And down uh, by Myrtle Beach, the South Carolina tennis pro, he and his family are doing good. If you have friends and family down in North Carolina, I know you are, and I know you don't need to be reminded of this, but please check in on them every day. A lot of craziness going on with Florence down in North Carolina with all the flooding and uh, the hurricane. So uh, you guys are in our prayers. If you need anything at all, please make sure you reach out to me. And I'll reach out to the Grunt to Grown Nation. And that's what Grunt to Grown is all about. That's what the Grunt to Grown Nation is all about. That we as sales professionals, as brothers and sisters in this great profession, can come together in love and unity, just like a fraternity when something tragic like Florence happens. If you want to uh, start a chapter of Grunt to Grown Nation in your city or in your area or region, please email me at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com and we'll get it started. The Grunt to Grown Nation growing every single day. And I want to um, just celebrate a couple things here. Uh, Number one, we found out that the podcast is being heard in 17 countries. Now, this this is our 18th week of doing the Grunt to Grown podcast. And in 18 weeks we've grown an audience that encompasses 17 countries across the globe. And that amazes me, because I am just a street sales professional. You've heard me say it, like you, each and every day, I have to get up and I have to go to work. I have to prospect new business. I have to close business. I have to capture share of wallet. I have quotas that I have to meet. And it just amazes me that the Grunt to Grown podcast is now heard and listened to in over 17 different countries. If you're interested in picking up the book, Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling, you can do that uh, at walmart.com, at amazon.com, at barnesandnobles.com. You can pick it up for your Nook. You can pick it up for your Kindle. And we're working uh, diligently. Hopefully, it'll be done this week where you'll be able to buy a copy, a signed copy, direct from me. Um, And that's something we're hoping to be able to release uh, that information uh, sometime this week. Uh, On our last podcast, we also talked about starting a Book of the Month Club. And we have decided on the very first book that we are going to highlight in the Grunt to Grown Book of the Month Club. But the staff decided we should wait till the first of the month to do that. So, in our very first podcast in October, we will uh, release our very first uh, highlighted book for the Grunt to Grown Book of the Month Club. And these are books that I'm hoping will help you grow as a sales professional. You know my, my philosophy and my theory behind this. As sales professionals we should be learning each and every day. We should be growing each and every day. Uh, on our last podcast you heard me talk about how the great leaders, business leaders, and political leaders, and social leaders and sales leaders of our generation spend five hours a week reading. And I'm going to encourage you to do that, and we will have our very first Grunt to Groan Book of the Month on the first podcast of October. As you guys know, I was traveling last week. want to thank you for all the emails and all the support that I received. I was in Florida the entire week. want to thank Dirty Street and the Brown Brothers for allowing us to bring the podcast to you last week from the Orlando Wrestling Emporium. And I had a great time down in Orlando, Florida. It was a sales conference and convention. We had a private concert by an incredible rock group called Train. And uh, what a pleasure that was. Again, an experience because it was an unexpected pleasure. It was unexpected. And then when Train took the stage, their whole show, was full of surprises. Again, full of unexpected pleasures. It's what the experience is about. It's what we try to create for our clients every day. And some of those uh, unexpected um, pleasures included train covering Led Zeppelin and train covering David Bowie and Queen. They did a unbelievable rendition of Under Pressure and Paying Respect and Covering Tom Petty. Again, an unexpected pleasure. Their rendition of Free Falling was amazing. So again, it was a good trip and I know there's a, a, a lot of, of uh, tragedy happening in North Carolina and I don't want to discount that by saying that my week in Orlando, Florida was a good week. I got to meet with a lot of sales professionals. I got to meet with a lot of manufacturers and vendors. And again, an unexpected pleasure of seeing Train in concert. And um, if you wanna email me, you can do so at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. As those of you who have written me know, I will respond back. That's greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. I also can uh, be connected with on LinkedIn. That's Benjamin Burroughs at LinkedIn. And you can follow me on Twitter at greatamericanthunder at realbenburroughs. Now, uh, I, oh, also, yes, yes, Dave the Ray just reminded me. want to thank the elegant sower from Maryland, The Elegant Sower, she contacted me and said she received her book, Grunt to Grown, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling, from Walmart.com on Friday. And that was going to be her weekend read. So I'm real curious and dying to hear what her review of the book is. And if you'd like to review the book, you can at Amazon.com, or again, you can email us. Uh, You can tell me whether you liked it, whether you didn't like it, you know, the parts you did like, the parts you didn't like. Uh, Just let me know. So moving on to uh, the podcast this week, I want to continue on with creating the experience for our clients. And there was a really uh, unique experience that happened in wrestling last night. It was a pay-per-view from the WWE called Hell in a Cell. And uh, quite an interesting concept. And the Hell in a Cell match is, is, is putting two professional wrestlers in a cell, two or more, because they have had more at times, two, two or more professional wrestlers in a cell and letting them battle it out. And the cage match traditionally in professional wrestling is the ultimate experience for the professional wrestling fan. It is the place where most feuds get settled, where the finality of most feuds occur. And there are iconic cage matches that have occurred throughout the history of professional wrestling. I listed out the top 10 in my book, Grunt to groan, Sales Lessons Learned from Professional Wrestling. Because again, as a sales professional, we could learn from each one of those matches. We could learn about creating the experience. And again, in professional wrestling, there's no bigger experience than that of a cage match. And no bigger experience than that of the Hell in a Cell. So last night's matches were no different. The Hell in a Cell matches included Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton, and uh, Jeff Hardy announcing that uh, he was uh, going to retire. The winner was Randy Orton in a pretty vicious event. It was a pretty vicious experience. And the second match in the Hell in a Cell was Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman with special guest referee Mick Foley, who has some Hell in the Cell experience himself, and that match was wrestled to a no contest. Now Mick Foley is, uh, I consider, one of the kings of the Hell in the Cell match. His 1998 match against The Undertaker, where he was thrown from the top of the cage down into the announcer's table, and where he was choke slammed through the roof of the cage, um, it was spectacular theater, an experience twenty years ago, and um, it is it is a hell in a cell match you'll never forget if if, you've, if you saw it you just would never forget it. Uh, SportsKedia.com says it was the number one Hell in a Cell match on their ranking of the top ten Hell in a Cell matches. Number three was the 2008 Undertaker vs. Edge match. Number two, the 2016 Sasha Banks vs. Charlotte Flair match. And the number one was the 1998 Mankind, Mick Foley, a.k.a. Mankind vs. Undertaker. And again, I wrote about it in the book. You know, a uh, Jim Ross, good old JR, an iconic professional wrestling announcer. You know, he said during that match that he thought Foley was dead. You know, he was saying, "My God, I think I think he's dead. I think mankind is dead," uh, because it was so vicious. And I mean, that's why they call it hell in a cell. Now, I'm not saying anything. We go through a professional wrestling has to be, or in professional sales has to be this vicious. <laughs> I don't I don't you know if a client doesn't buy from you, I'm not saying you should pick them up and slam them through a cage roof 16 feet in the air. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that in professional wrestling, this is the greatest experience that a professional wrestling fan can have. And that is the Hell in a Cell match. And you know, one of the most consistent performers, not just in the Hell in a Cell match, but one of the most consistent performers in the history of wrestling and WWE pay-per-views is The Undertaker. Now, The Undertaker has been in four of the top ten ranked Hell in a Cell matches. He's wrestled in 14 Hell in a Cell matches and won eight. And like I just said, was involved in the most memorable and iconic Hell in a Cell match ever in 1998 with Mankind. And The Undertaker is a model of consistency. His WrestleMania record speaks for itself. And he's a consistent performer. You know, when when you go to see The Undertaker, you know what you're going to get you know you are going to get a good, solid, consistent performance. He's one of those wrestlers who performs each and every time. And his record exemplifies this in the WWE pay-per-views. And, you know, when we think about experience, we like to think about the grand things. We like to think about hell in a cell. We like to think about, and I like to talk about, cage matches. But, again, for us as sales professionals, creating the experience for our client consists more of the small things, the detailed things, than it does in the grand things. Paying attention to the small details can make purchasing from us an experience for our clients. And consistency from us as sales professionals is one of those points, those small detailed points that makes buying from us an experience for our clients. The Undertaker's consistency as a professional wrestler makes the pay-per-views he's involved with an experience. Even though he's one of multiple professional wrestlers involved, he's only a part of a story of multiple stories being played out. But it is his consistency that makes the events he's involved with an experience. So I was traveling last week, and when I travel, I love to fly early. The earliest flight that I can get out of an airport, the better. So most of the time, I'm one of those few people who is at the airport at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. And I was flying out of BWI into Orlando last week, and I needed my breakfast. Now, when I fly, my breakfast is pretty simple. I call it the breakfast of champions. It involves a large coffee, a venti coffee from Starbucks. And now, I, I like frou-frou coffees. You'll hear Big Sally down in North Carolina say, man, Benjamin's always getting those frou-frou coffees. Now, what do I mean by that? What do I mean by frou-frou coffees? This is my drink at Starbucks. It is a white chocolate mocha, vente with whip, and caramel drizzle. Mmm. Mmm. Man, that sounds like, more like dessert than it sounds like breakfast. <laughs> And it is. It's my $7 breakfast in a dessert cup. So I was at the BWI Starbucks. I was in line with about 20 other people. And let me tell you, that Starbucks was a model of professional efficiency. Now you got 20 people in a very small area all wanting to order their morning coffee. Now, I'm not grumpy if I don't get my coffee. I'm not one of those guys that's going to bite your head off. Man, I I worked with the Colorado kid out in Denver, and, and if he didn't get his Starbucks in the morning, he was ripping your face off. You thought you were in a professional wrestling match with The Undertaker. That's not me. If I can get my coffee, I'm happy. If I can't, well, I'm not as happy. But... The BWI Starbucks with 20 people in line was a a model of professional efficiency. And here's what I mean. There were four professionals working that Starbucks. And they created a system of efficiency that moved their customers through the line without hesitation or wait. I was at the back of the line, like I said, I was number 20 of 20 people, and seven minutes later, and under seven minutes later, I had a hot white chocolate mocha vente with whip and drizzle in my hand. They had one professional who was just taking people's orders, writing the orders down on the cup, writing the name on the cup. One professional working the register, registering people out, boom, boom, boom. And two people mixing and making our coffees. And like I said, I was number 20 in line and in under seven minutes, my order was taken, my order was paid for, and my order was in my hands. And they did this consistently through the line of 20. And I stood there and watched them do this consistently with a line of 20 after I received my drink, my coffee. It was a model of professional efficiency and consistency. Now let's jump forward to Friday morning. Friday morning, I'm catching my plane out of Orlando to fly back to Baltimore. And I decide to stop at the Starbucks right inside the security gate at the airport. And again, what I found were four professionals behind the counter. But these four professionals were a model of inefficiency and inconsistency. The professional at the register was taking our order and checking us out. Again, I'm 20th in line. Two professionals were making coffee A fourth professional, as best I could tell, was fiddling with the Cups. So as the line started to back up behind me by about 20 people, the fourth professional, fiddling with the Cups, opened up a second register in which you thought we would move people through the line a little more efficient. But the minute that professional opened up the second register, the professional running the first register closed that, and she started fiddling with cups. All the meanwhile, the two professionals making coffee, they were getting several people bringing their coffees back because they weren't good. They were bringing the coffees back because they weren't what they wanted. They weren't what they expected. So at the Orlando Airport, number 20th in line, four professionals working behind the counter, it took me over 17 minutes to place my order, pay for my order, and get my order in my hand. The Orlando Starbucks was a model of inefficiency and inconsistency. And as a client of Starbucks, I found that very disappointing. The experience in Baltimore was great. When I got to the line and saw that I was 20, 21 people back, I immediately thought, this is going to take forever, and it didn't. It was an unexpected pleasure that they put me through that line and had a coffee in my hand in under 17 minutes. And my expectation when I was in Orlando was the same thing, and it didn't happen. And the inconsistency killed the experience at both, Starbucks for me and there's a lesson there for us as sales professionals the lesson here is that a model of consistency is an experience for our clients consistency on what we say consistency on how we call them consistency on how we perform and how our support performs. You know, the experience doesn't have to be hell in a cell. The experience can be in us just being consistent. So as a sales professional today, I encourage you this week to be consistent. Create an experience for your clients that is a model of consistency. Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Consistency. And with that, I'm going to close. This Grunt to Grown podcast, again, I thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day to listen to the Grunt to Grown podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Remember, you can get a hold of me at greatamericanthunder at gmail.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn at Benjamin Burroughs. And you can follow me on Twitter at greatamericanthunder at real. Ben Burroughs. We're praying for you guys in North Carolina. Remember, you are the Great American Thunder on which this nation rolls. Because nothing happens until something is sold. So get out there, sell something. I a voice that stands alone. I get one choice to man the throne. Stand guard and take shots. Give it all I got. All I got is this microphone. Yeah, my thoughts, my skill displayed...